0: Hey, it's your Kali! What's up? Warning, warning, warning. You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things. That will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start. 5, 4, 3, 2,
1: One. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to What's Up? Uh, I'm Brian. Remember, you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Open Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Wild in Yolokali, Little Village. And before we start with the segment, uh, I want you to introduce you guys to one of our uh, newest members of the program. Her name is... Zipporah. And uh, we hope she does as well as we do. And we hope she feels comfortable throughout the whole show. So now we're going to listen to another piece made by her. And we're going to get to know her through this piece. So enjoy.
2: I don't know if you've ever been to Chicago, but it's beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chicago Theater
3: is proud to announce a first. The first time anywhere there's been an act of this nature. Not You've read about them in the papers, and now, here
4: they are, Chicago's own killer-dillers, those scintillating sinners, Roxy Hart and Val
2: McClelley. It's not like the typical downtown everyone thinks of. It's the different parts unified that makes it beautiful. Hello. Hello. There's so much diversity, but similarity. Uh, yeah. Though it's a tourist attraction and you won't be disappointed, Chicago can sometimes be like one of those chocolate cupcakes with the white frosting in the center. Just imagine the inner frosting being poison of oppression. It's so sweet and chocolatey and beautiful on the outside, but you can't forget the bad things happening on the inside. The nickname for Chicago is Chirac. Get it? Iraq. Chicago. Chirac. They say Chicago is like a war zone in Iraq from all the killings and violence. Even though these things are happening, you still can't forget the chocolate outside the cupcake. Chicago is filled with good and bad. When you focus on the good, you can't forget the bad. And when you focus on the bad, you can't forget the good. If everyone is leaving, nothing is going to get changed. Things are rough all over. Things are also different all over. People have different interpretations of what home is. Where I was born and where I was raised. Holidays. Chimneys and stockings and stuff. Memories. Home for me is Chicago and Nigeria. Home is the block where people roll dice and laugh and know the trouble that's going on. Try to work towards making a difference, but don't dwell on it. What is home like for you? Whether you're in Chicago, Mexico City or Nigeria. There is good and bad, not just one or the other. One thing I love to do is read. My favorite book is The Outsiders. There you go. Pony book. It's about a boy in a gang that's on the less privileged side of the city. On the rich side is their rival gang. It's a book that I can connect to, but at the same time, I can't connect to at all. But I think that's the point of reading books, to hear a point of view that's not yours. Books are something that impact me a lot, changes the way I look at things. Do you like to read? Is it hard or take longer for you? Please tell me about where you live and how it affects you. Sincerely, Zipporah.
1: That was a really nice RP, by so far. Thank you. So, welcome to WhatsApp, and we hope you enjoy the show as always, as all we do.
2: I hope I do too.
1: So, for for today's uh, topic, we're gonna talk about literature, and why are we talking about literature?
2: Um, literature is really important nowadays um not as many people appreciate literature as it should be appreciated and it's really important for youth today to just take advantage of all the books and all the knowledge that is in literature
1: yeah i mean literature cannot be cannot be fun at times but sometimes it's just like it could be a hobby you could do it right? is yeah. a hobby and it's, it's really fun doing it so for today's topic uh, for today's um uh, for today we're going to talk about the difference between authors and writers. We're gonna talk about um uh, authors uh experimented with multi genres. So they say they won't focus on just one genre. Um and we're
2: gonna also be talking about controversial books and literature in Spanish and books versus movies.
1: So like books have been um being made into a movie. We're yeah. gonna talk about that. I mean Before we start, we're going to listen to a song called A song called Me Gusta Cuando Callas by Brazilian Girls And this uh, song was inspired by a poem by Pablo Neruda A famous poet from Chile So Enjoy the song
4: Me gustas cuando callas Porque estás como ausente Me gustas cuando callas porque estás como ausente y me oyes desde lejos y mi voz no te toca parece que los ojos se te hubieran volado y parece
1: back.
2: Um before we start our discussion, make sure you go to lumpinradio.com and enter the chat room. It's on the right left corner and you'll see the little chat room icon. Make sure you type questions, comments or anything else about the radio show today. You
1: are going to get a shadow? Maybe we can give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh just to remind you, you guys heard a, the song called Me Gustas Cuando Callas by the Brazilian Girls. Uh, this Song was uh, came from an actual poem from this poet called Pablo Neruda. He's from Chile and he's an amazing writer. And talking about writers, we're gonna talk about it right now about the difference between authors and writers.
2: Yeah. So um, a lot of people may think they're the same or synonyms, but actually there is a very big difference. So writers is a person that expresses their ideas through writing. Um, they just write from book to book to book or poem to poem to poem.
1: Or a plate. Yeah. There could be anything, a song, anything.
2: Anything that expresses your idea through literature. But authors focus on what they're writing. They focus on their audience. When I think of author, I most likely think of just the face on a back of a book. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I personally think that they focus more on on their audience than their actual ideas.
1: Yeah, and also writers they'll they're like mostly send a message to people. They yeah. talk about the society, problems in society, and that has caused a lot of controversy between them. There's uh being uh writers that being murdered by their own government. Like for example this this one Spanish from Spain a uh, playwright called uh, Federico García Lorca he he will talk about a lot of the society th- th- through his plates and everything, and unfortunately he was uh, kidnapped by the government. And He was killed. So, wow. Uh, yes, yeah, that's something really serious. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, grider. That's what I like about griders. Actually, they send a message. They want people to know what is going on around around them, their society.
4: Yeah,
2: I feel like they live for their creativity for their writing yeah
1: yeah that's that's like that's actually their main focus main uh that's their main point about uh, their writing what you write about
2: but um authors and writers they're both amazing people but of course there is a difference between them
1: yeah so if you if you ever think about it at least do some research if you don't believe it and uh or at least try to think why
2: yeah I mean not even like before I actually researched about this when I think about authors I think of you know children writers you know a face on the back of a book when I think of writers I think of people like Edgar Allan Poe and Charles Dickens you know people that had such a strong voice and impacted people's lives so so much
1: yeah that's true and um I mean, I think I think I like writers better. What yeah, like yeah, better? I
2: think yeah. I do too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like I like just like multi, multi uh types of writings. Yeah, I like songs as well, poems. I love poems. Plays—they're so just so fun. Yeah. And uh, next thing we have for you guys, it's a song from Bob Dylan, which is called "Things Have Changed."
2: Um this was actually written for the movie Wonder Boys. I haven't watched the movie myself. Me neither. But the song is good, so stay tuned. Um you're listening to WLPN Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali in Little Village.
1: Remember, listen to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 Lumpin Radio Chicago. Remember, turn on your radios and your laptops or computers or any device you have. So listen to us and shout out. I'm going to pass the voice to all people.
3: A worried man with a worried mind No one in front of me and nothing behind There's a woman on my lap and chasing, Drinking champagne That white skin got of eye up into the sapphire tinted skies, I'm wild dressed, waiting on the last train, standing on the gallows with my head in the news, any minute now I'm expecting all hell to break loose, people I I'm out of I used to camp. But things have changed.
2: Welcome back. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 Lumpen radio broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolokali, Kali in Little Village. So you just listened to Things Have Changed by Bob Dylan, um, the famous rock star. He won a Nobel Prize in Literature. And we will be talking about multi-genre writers right now. So,
1: Yeah, so people may think that only authors can focus. You just want genre, like if they write about novels or non-fiction or fiction. I mean, it's not true. They can focus on whatever they want.
2: Yeah, I think that as long as you have an idea, a voice, I think that that's what should drive you to write what you want to write. Um, some people think differently. Some people think that if you're a writer, you should focus on whatever genre your first book was. Um, just like writers like Stephen King, Um, I didn't even know that it was such a change going from horror to crime, but I guess it is. Um, Rao Dahl a lot of you guys may know him Um, by reading his children's book <laughs> he was the writer of James and the Giant Peach but he also came out with a book and the title was Lamb to the Slaughter I think that the title says enough about the huge change in genres but um, I personally think that it's okay what about you?
1: Yeah I mean I personally think it's, it's like even more fun for an author to of a different genre it's yeah. like you get different audience in every, in every genre. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I have a friend who she loves to read a lot, and uh, she doesn't like fiction. Yeah. But uh, like my point is here is that there's, like different type of audience who doesn't like who doesn't read fiction, but there's other type of audience like me. I love I love fiction books. Mm-hmm. So you get even more audience. Like more people get to know you and read your stuff, and like that gets them into reading more. So, like for example, Nas writes nonfiction, fiction at the same time. He gets two different types of uh, audience. And yeah, it's even more fun for him to write. It more is.
2: Stuff. Um, I don't know. I love all genres. Um, a few months ago, I just read this book by Jack Gantos. It was his memoir. It's called "Hole in My Life." It was an amazing book. Um, it didn't seem like a memoir at all because I don't know. I just think that he's a really great writer, but. I never thought that I would be reading a memoir and actually enjoy it. You know, I like sci-fi, fiction, you know, things like that. But I think it's cool to sometimes reach out to things that are outside your comfort zone. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Really, sounds interesting. Oh, there's one other book I've used. uh, I read like a year ago. Mm -hmm. It's actually my favorite book. I forgot the author. I'll tell you later. (laughs) But the name is Ready Player One. Ready Player One. It's such an amazing book. I mean, it has it has fiction. It's a fiction book, but it's just that I just the author put so much effort into it. Yeah, and it's I just love about this like authors, and I know he he wrote other books. They're not fiction actually. They're like different, but I think it was like some um real life story mm-hmm. story he wrote before. But uh, I just I just love when like they focus on different things at the same time.
2: I just think that the most important thing is to, you know, be able to hear their opinion, to see what they mean, to have a connection with the characters and the plot, and to just like yes. feel the writing like in your bones as you're reading it.
1: Like if you were in the, in the actual story. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's go. Let's uh listen to a song.
2: By Michael Jackson, "They Don't Care About Us,"
1: and stay uh,
0: tuned.
4: Yeah. <smart noise>
1: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. No.
2: You just listened to They Don't Care About Us by Michael Jackson. Um, and shout out to all the ghost writers for all the people that don't really get recognition for all the amazing songs that they write. Just we appreciate you.
1: And um, uh, next thing we were gonna talk about is about controversial books.
2: So, um, just like this song that you just heard. Um, there's a lot of things out there whether it's literature or songs that not everyone approves of um, that's even maybe been banned from certain places yes I I myself personally don't really agree with that I think that if you have something to say if you have a voice that you should have the right to say it and you should have the right to let other people hear what you have to say um if you didn't know even the New York Times, reported about the song and just all the content that it had in it um the song was just about all the terrible things are happening in the world and it really addressed that like right on point and that really triggered a lot of people same goes for some books
1: yeah and uh there's other books that are like literally banned from other countries or places from the world um and not just books like just even plates like oh there's uh this um played by the by Federico garcia lorca as i mentioned before he got this play called la casa bernarda alba the bernarda alba's uh, house and uh, i contain a lot of uh info about uh the society like what was going on like what will happen it was like mostly about like people uh not talking not um keeping things to themselves because like it will say anything like, other people would, like, start, like, making rumors about them or just talking trash about them. And uh, it was something, like, uh, it was something really big during that time because you couldn't even talk about something. For example, the there was this moment she had the four girls. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them, uh, she slept with another man and uh, like she she was uh, she sneaked out in the night to sleep sleep with another man and the mom knew but she did not want to tell anyone because like oh well, like she didn't want anyone to know about it because everyone would talk trash about them it, it was just like it was just like a trauma you couldn't even talk freely yeah and uh, well this is something will happen in society as well and then that was like um what's it called that, that, that play was kind of controversial in a way Mostly this uh, author's uh, writers, I mean, or pieces. That's why he was uh, killed by his own government.
2: Oh, wow. That's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And he's the one that wrote this? Yes. Wow. So um, him, just like so many other writers, um, The Color Purple, American Psycho, Uncle Tom's Cabins, all books that were so controversial that people did not want to be out there and I think that one thing that people are forgetting is literature is lit (laughs) (laughs) it's books like this that are forgotten it's books like this that just really show you um another point of view from for something and knowledge is one thing that can never be taken away from us and books hold so much knowledge whether that's someone else's opinion whether that's your opinion whether that's the things that are happening around us i think that people forget that books have so much knowledge they hold so much truth and we really need to get that back
1: yes and uh actually there's another book um because, like, as she as she said before, uh, literature is lit. <laughs> it's it's so interesting. Like, it can mo blown you in in many ways. Like, there's this other book called Aura by Carlos Fuentes. He's a Latin American author. And this book was banned from many parts of Latin America because of its content. Actually, this book contained kind of, like, a few uh, parts of it gross or, like, traumatic things between the book and sexual things, too. But if you think about it, if you read the book, you you'll be mind blown. You're gonna be like, what what is going on, and um that's what I like about books too. Cause I want some mystery. I want, I want that uh, feeling. I want to have those chills. Yeah. And um uh, I don't know. Just just I wish these books could be like, out for a- anyone to read about. And um uh, oh Ahora was a book about this man who was looking for a job and uh, he was hired by this lady who lived in the house by herself and then she her husband died so he left a lot of uh, paperwork left to do so the lady hired a man looking for a job so he can do the paperwork for her and throughout the time he started he had to live in the lady's house while he was working there he was supposed to work there like at least for a month i mean in the meantime he he was uh... going to fix the paperwork and uh... A lot of things happened in that house. Uh, he realized that the lady was living with this um, beautiful girl named Aura. And he fell in love with her. But uh, he noticed strange things about the lady and Aura. One time he saw the lady doing like a satanic ritual as well. Uh, the lady was also hurting a cat.
4: Wow.
1: Uh, the lady had... Um, when she the lady was doing a ritual, she was holding um, the head of a of a uh, goat mm-hmm. like representing the devil and um it's just like things like this there was actual sexual parts in the book and things like this are the cause of like the go- governments or places banning these books but in reality this uh, book was so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> i read it in my class and everyone was like wow like yeah. what is this and uh they, there's also um like a video clip for this book the book is really short you could read the book like in two hours but it's just so, so amazing, so trippy. All this content is what's being banned in other countries. It's insane. It's it's amazing, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, well, the author Carlos weren't he was a big thing in Latin America. He did so many things. He won so many prizes. He so many awards in his life. But unfortunately, he passed away like four years ago but uh yeah he was he was an amazing author
2: yeah i think that authors like carlos um they really need to let their voices be heard because if all these books are being banned what is there to listen to people want youth to be smart and to be book smart and to read all these books but yet the interesting ones that could actually catch people's attentions and just have a really loud message are fighting against being banned
1: yeah and um uh, well so the we're going to play a song next it's called as batallas and uh this uh song was uh what's it called he uh, came from an actual book a really short book it was a really nice book called The, in the, Desierto, the Battles in the Desert and it's about this kid named um, Carlos who has a friend and that friend has a really beautiful mom and Carlos falls in love with, with uh, his friend's mom so throughout the movie he does things like skip school just to see her and stuff but at the end uh, something happened to the mom And it affected Carlos a lot, and um, there's uh, this one, Latin American Man, called Café de Cuba, who made a song from this book, and um, the song is called Las Batallas by Café de Cuba.
4: que la amabas a Mariana. la escuela se corre el rumor y en tu clase todo el mundo se enteró. Y en tu casa mamá te preguntó si acaso fue tu hermano.
2: Welcome back again. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago one hundred five point five FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolo Cali and Little Village.
1: And once again, you you listen to the song Las Batallas by Café de Cuba, uh, uh from a book inspired from a book Las Batallas by Carlos Fuentes. And just a small info about literature, Latin American literature. It all started back in Spain when Spain wasn't even Spain yet. It all started, like, uh, when the Moors conquered the land of Spain and um, during the medieval times, and the Jewish started taking back their own land. During this time, there was a lot of war, in it and, and, like, it all started right there. People started, uh, kings started um, conquering more and more lands. The times changed a lot from the medieval times to the pre- pre-Renaissance to the resonant, resonant, re- renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> to the work times to the um, romanticism realism and all this like was part of, a big part of the the literature was a big part of the the times in there because every writer or author or poet in there uh will like relate their stories or songs and everything about what was happening during those times medieval times it was about a like a war time so there was people. People didn't grind at that time. They would instead of instead of grinding, they would sing their songs. More actually, all of them were anonymous. And after that, the, in the Renaissance, people started started caring more about their own stuff. They wanted to be known because they wrote these things, and they will um they will uh, write things about it. like again once again what was happening there like poverty at the time and um, the romanticism as well was actually my favorite one one of my favorite ones because actually at that time romanticism is not what you think it is <laughs> now Give you hear the word well okay Sephora so if you hear the word romanticism what, would you, what do you think about it
2: um romance
1: romance love yeah love. but at that time romanticism was not that <laughs> romanticism oh, well at that time people started like wondering what was going on with the human body or like more into science. They wanted to know why this everything works and they found like things more, they were passionate about gross things, mm-hmm. like explicit things, disturbing things. So romanticism is, it was really strong at that time. There was this, uh, there was this art piece called La Cabeza, The Head. Uh, It was, it was like a drawing of a human body without a head. And it was all it was like really deformed, and that was romantic. That was considered romantic at that time. And there was a uh, this other po- poet. He made a like a, a small story about the art piece. And it was um it was basically the character in that uh, art piece, the person without a head, was talking. it Was telling you, he was describing himself how gross he was, um and. It's just funny because he was saying stuff like, "You see me as this girl, and I'm still more, um, more handsome than you are. I can get, in, I can get more girls than you. We just all this looking at this all my girl's body, missing a head, missing the the head, my tongue, everything. Um, I can get a more handsome than you, basically, and that was considered romantic at that time."
2: Wow, that is so crazy!
1: Yes, I um I don't know. I just love this. Uh, it was it was like people's inspiration at that time. Yeah, something grows, something not human, something you wouldn't see every day. So yeah, um, literature in Spanish just just it was it was just amazing. Uh, all Latin American all authors, like everything, just started from Spain. Before yeah. it, it was Spain. It's just i just I just love it uh, um I took my literature class my last year and it was I just love that class we learned so much yeah. from it, and all the authors we learn about is just it was just awesome
2: that's amazing, especially the evolution from just the word romantic <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and um next thing we have for you guys we're gonna play a another clip by um I'm sure a lot of you guys know. This movie is called Lord of the Rings and it's from the first movie and um we will be talking about um which song was it uh it was the like settling song um oh, there I mean, actually there was a song where that settling was related from the Lord of the Rings, and as you guys might know, Lord of the Rings was inspired from a book, yeah. So let's listen to this small audio clip, let's see if you guys remember this part if you saw this movie. And you just heard a small audio clip from Gandalf's dead in uh, Love of the Rings when he was fighting this demon. <laughs> and uh, that's a favorite part of you, like almost everyone, when Gandalf says, you shall not pass. Mm-hmm. It's so epic. And next topic we have is books versus movie, So it's basically uh, books that were, that, were tra- that were moved to a movie as well.
2: Yeah, um... If you have watched the movie or read the book, I sadly have not read the series. I've only read The Hobbit and I actually haven't read the book all I actually haven't watched all the movies in order. But um if you have read the book, it must have been really amazing for you to just see what see how you imagined the book, see how the book just transformed into a visual, I think that that's so amazing. All
1: those movie effects, yeah, you've been waiting for to you just imagine it's amazing.
2: Um, for example, um, I read of mice and men, and as I was reading the book, um, I just imagined it being in black and white or black and white and brown, but the movie is in color, and that kind of did affect it a little bit for me in kind of a negative way. Yeah. The movie was amazing though.
1: The book is pretty old. Yeah. The,
2: yeah but um
1: yeah we have another clip right here it's the it's the part when george kills lenny
2: we're sorry if we spoiled that for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's just a sad part and i will tell you i'll tell you a little bit of my opinion on this part
3: okay yeah we're gonna get a little plate and we're gonna we're gonna have we have a cow some pigs we're gonna have maybe maybe a chicken down the flat, we'll have a little field. Get the, the alfalfa, alfalfa right? for the rabbits. For the rabbits. And I get to tend the tender rabbits.
4: Okay.
1: So I used her to part, and um, when I was reading the book i was imagining this part being slow yeah like everything it's like it took me like a minute minutes for me to imagine the part like two minutes and the book was so fast yeah the time when george shot lenny so fast i'm like wait that's it Mm -hmm. Like, just imagine it i don't know i I love this book i read it like like went five years ago that was a long time ago
2: (laughs) yeah um i think that yeah, just watching the movie. I don't know. Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. You know, it all depends. When I'm reading a book, personally, I don't know. I it's kind of like a movie in my head. You know, I I envision the characters. I um I imagine how their surroundings look likes, look likes. Eh. And um <laughs> when you're watching the movie you just see it from the director's point of view from how it was maybe supposed to be and just the comparison yes. seeing what you thought to what you know how it may have been it look, yeah. yeah
1: and yeah it's actually like you could imagine this part being like this but in reality like in the movie it's probably something's different or just like it went so fast like me with the Mason man Lenny's death I was like that, that that was so fast you know and um And there's other cases when they change important things from the book to the movie. And people just get mad at it as well.
2: For example, The Giver. Uh, If you read the book, (laughs) you already know that the main character was supposed to be about 12. But in the movie, they made him, what, 16?
1: Yeah, 16. He looked way older.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I did not like that at all. Because part of the huge thing was supposed to be he was taking on this huge responsibility to be the giver at such a young age it was supposed yes. to be such a burden on him but in the movie you know it kind of helped him a little bit because yeah. of how he was older
1: yeah but I mean I love this book yeah I love this book was amazing it was I have a copy of my own and I don't know I mean the movie kind of it kind of be disappointing in a way mm-hmm. but at the same time like you're like oh whatever you know you can do anything but the, there's other movies like me and myself, I read all the Harry, Harry Potter, uh, books, and you know it's seven books in total. And throughout the eight movies that there's been, I know they they've missed a lot of times. Oh yeah. They've mi- missed a lot of a lot of things. I mean, sorry, a lot of things that would happen in an actual book. Uh, let's listen to a clip from one of the movies. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Harry Potter, such
1: an honour it is.
3: Who are you, Dobby, sir? Dobby, the house elf. Not to be rude or anything, but this isn't a great time for me to have a house elf in my bedroom. Oh, oh yes,
0: sir. D- Dobby understands. It's just that Dobby has come to tell you,
3: it is difficult, sir. Dobby wonders where to begin. Why don't?
1: So you just gotta hear the part when, uh, Harry meets Dobby the house elf, and um, this is one of the things I would like to talk about. Dobby the elf just came out, in the second movie, obviously, when the first time he came, and then he came out again in the in the last two parts a little bit, just a little bit, but actually in the book he came out in almost every single book ever since he appeared. So, so did
2: you like that change? Or? No,
1: because actually Dobby, Dobby helped Harry a lot, a lot of times in the, in the book. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, how could they miss this part from the book? Because he was really important. And then just the fact that he, I think he came with every, any, every single book ever since he, he, he was announced. He came in the, in the actual storyline. And I know, I don't know. It just, it was just weird for me because I actually saw the movies first, a few of the movies before. Finishing and um, when I was reading the book, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like mm. Dobby was actually a big part of uh, Harry's problem. He helped him a lot throughout the book. And I don't know, it was just weird. Like, I mean, it was if you didn't read the books and you saw the movies, and you see the movie the last, the one of the last parts, you're like, "Oh, it's Dobby! Oh, that's awesome!" Like, I haven't seen it in a long time, but you would have felt the same way if they would have include include Dobby, yeah, and the other parts.
2: I think that sometimes changing is for the best Sometimes it's not Yeah, sometimes Yeah, You know, I feel that if the book is very um, If the content is very explicit I think that Probably Changing it would be um, a little bit more appropriate But, you know, sometimes <laughs> you need to see it Sometimes you don't It depends
1: Yeah And uh, I was in, it's not just in, for books There's also comic books Yeah Like The Walking Dead oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> for example Daryl mm-hmm was, if you guys watch The Walking Dead watch and read Daryl was not in the original comic Daryl he he didn't exist in the comic oh wow. not even his brother and uh who who else T-Dog I don't know if you guys remember T-Dog oh
2: yep I remember T-Dog <laughs> he was not in the
1: comic <laughs> either.
2: oh I didn't know that
1: and uh and that's one of we were talking about. Like sometimes it's good to change things. Yeah. Cause you guys see they added Daryl to the plot. Uh huh. He's a big thing now. Yeah, he, he is. Is a big part of the actual TV show. Uh huh. And it just thinks that change.
2: I personally, for the Walking Dead, I don't know. I just feel like the plot kind of like moves really, really slowly, slower than it would have in the comic books. Yeah. Um, but. The T V show is really good.
1: Yeah, I mean it's kinda of delayed to so the comics. I read a few parts of the comic. Yeah. And things change a little bit. Mm-hmm. For example, Rick, he lost his hand like almost at the beginning of the oh. of the comic. Really? Yes. And um yeah, and and uh as you've seen in the movie, in the in the actual T V series he hasn't lost any part of mm-hmm. his body <laughs> at all. So oh, there's um, a big surprise for you for Yeah
2: um, Shout out to Diego I heard that he's listening We miss you so so much
1: We hope you're enjoying your yogurt
2: Shout out to the groups Yeah shout out to the groups Working really hard Thank you so much Um, Shout out to Do you have any friends you want to give a shout out to?
1: Oh probably one of my friends Probably uh, my friend She's in Taiwan I don't know if she's She's in take 1 right now, but I don't know if she's listening to us. Her name is Priscilla.
2: Um, shout out to Priscilla, <laughs> shout out to Nadia, Emmanuel. Thank you guys so much for supporting us.
1: Yeah. And um uh, well before we do a recap of everything we've done. Diego, we love you. We hope you miss us. We miss you a <laughs> lot. And uh just enjoy your joker. Yeah. And um uh, unfortunately this is it for today, guys
2: yeah please read 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 it's so important for youth today get all the information you can get all the knowledge you can just please read this is one thing that no one can take away from us it's one thing that we need we need it for the future so please just continue to read learn it's so important
1: yeah if you don't like reading they just find something you like to read yeah you personally find interesting like me
2: (laughs) there's something out there for everyone literally
1: yes Yes, and it's it's just fun and um well today we we've, we've talked about um authors as writers the difference between them we talk about authors um doing multi genres, not just focusing on one general reading
2: yeah um we've talked about literature in spanish controversial books and songs
1: and books versus movies
2: yeah we hope you enjoyed Thank you so much
1: for watching. Um, a big shout out to Sephora, which is her Thank very you. first show. Yeah. She actually did amazing. She's she's. I think she's gonna do well next time. I hope she's so. She's gonna do really. She did well. She did good this time. Thank you. So,
2: um, last time you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago, one hundred five point five FM Lumpen Radio broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolo Kali in Little Village.
1: We hope to see you... We hope to see you next time. Not see you. Yeah, see you next, guys next time. Yeah. Just stay tuned for the Jolly Jams. And now we're going to play a song.
2: We'll be listening to Battle of Evermore by Led Zeppelin. We hope you enjoy.
3: Forest Sunday down in the valley below. I'm waiting for the angels of Avalon, waiting for the east and the apples all from the valley. All
4: the seas of happiness.
0: Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more.